All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is September 29th, 2022, and week 191. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, I'm back this week and I'm glad to be back. You know, we had some technical difficulties last week. We had one issue fixed and then another issue arose. You know, the devil is always trying to fight what someone is trying to do. God. So I'm glad to be back. Hopefully we're done with done with the technical difficulties and excited to, you know, be back normally. So as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about way of the transgressors. And uh, the Bible says the way of the transgressors is hard. And I think that's where we're coming from. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you very much, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer before we get things kicked off tonight. Heavenly Father, thank you for being an incredible God to us. Lord, we thank you for the many blessings that you continually pour out upon us. Lord, we thank you for how you uh, shown your love towards us. Uh, even while we were yet sinners, Lord, you, you sent Jesus to die for our sakes. And so, Lord, we say thank you. Help us to always be grateful, to be humble, to be holy. Lord, help us to be um, forgiving, to be loving, to be kind, to be all of the things that you've um, told us to be, that you've called us to be, that you've ordained us to be. Lord, we'll continue to uh, praise your holy name. We'll continue to cherish you. We'll continue to um, just live a life that is pleasing uh, towards you. Lord, we're asking that no matter what happens to us, that you will continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm, in the midst of every trial and tribulation, uh, Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight that something would be said that would help us, that would encourage us, that would um, light a fire within us, Lord. Uh, we're praying all these blessings in your magnificent name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I, uh, I want to actually, before I get into the Bible study tonight, I, I want to say this. Um, something that I try to mention whenever I say a prayer um, is that no matter what happens, help us to remember that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. I, that stuck out in my head. Um, joy, being uh, just having a feeling of gratefulness, a feeling of uh, even happiness even when we're going through some tough times, joy in the midst of every storm. I know, and I haven't looked at it, um, so I'm, I'm ignorant to what's going on right now, but I know um, a hurricane was supposed to be hitting Florida. I'm not sure if it changed or if it did hit, um, but joy in the midst, even when there's a tough time on the way. Can't we have that joy? I thank God uh, tonight for joy. Even though I can point to uh, this problem or that problem or, or this circumstance or this situation that did not work out the way that I wanted it to, but I thank God for that joy um, that only he gives, that peace. Um, I thank God for that. So I just wanted to start there tonight, um, just continuing to be thankful for all of the small things uh, that we Things that we feel are small, um, but they really are massive. You know, just us waking up in the morning, just us being able to breathe, uh, being able to move, being able to have food. You know, all these things, some, sometimes we may take them for granted, but uh, we know that if those things are missing, you know, if we don't have any food to eat uh, and we can't get any, you know, that would be a massive thing because some people can't go past 11, 12 o'clock without eating. So these things are massive. These things are important. So we're going to get into the word tonight again. I'm thankful that Melvin is back with us. Um, I definitely enjoy 
uh, when we're both on here. Um, so I am glad uh, that we can both come to you guys. And, and uh, as I said in the prayer, I'm hoping that um, something would be said. And don't, don't forget, you guys always have an opportunity to ask questions. Uh, if anything is on your mind, if anything's not clear, you can always ask. Um, and I'll do my best to address that question or concern that you have. So we're talking about the way of the transgressor tonight. Um, I thought about different, a few different ways that we could go with this. Um, but as always, I'm asking God to lead and guide me uh, in the direction that I need to go. And so the way of the transgressor, um, transgressors, um, it's another word for sinner. Now, we're going to get to the book of Proverbs, um, one of the books written to give us wisdom. Um, and so let's pick up the book of Proverbs 13 and verse 15 there. But let's see what that says, because he's going to tell us about the transgressor here. All right. And really quickly, we have two comments. David says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hope everyone is having a great day in the Lord. We are. We hope the same for you, too. Thank you for tuning in. And Kiara says, good evening. Good evening to you. Thank you both for tuning in. And um, so Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 15. Good understanding yes, giveth favor. But the way of transgressors is hard. The way of transgressors is hard you know people who get in church um I've, I've heard people say many times they say oh you know i was going to this church or i was going to that church but it was too strict for me uh, what they were saying was it was too hard for them they felt that what was being taught uh, it was too difficult. Uh, sometimes people say, man, nobody can do uh, those type of things. You know, just trying to live a life without seeing people feel that it's the hardest thing in the world uh, to forsake your sins, to, to live a holy life. People, there are some people who really feel this way. But you know, the scripture here tells us the way of the transgressor is hard. Now, I'll be honest with you, it's going to be tough whether you're on God's side or whether you're on the devil's side. There's going to be some trials, some tribulations, some hard times, uh, some times where you want to cry, some times where you want to rejoice and be happy, um, some times where you want to mourn. That, regardless of which side, there's going to be that. However, being on God's side is far better. The road is easier on his side than it is without him. You know, the scripture tells us without him, we can do nothing. Without him. So living a life not on God's side is far greater, is far harder. That's what he's trying to tell us here, the, the way of the transgressor. This is the hard way. Sometimes people say, uh, I've heard people say they like to do things the hard way. You don't want to do things this way without God. You know, if God be for you, the Bible says, who can be against? I want God to have my back. He told us in another place. He said, if a man's ways please the Lord. He'll make even our enemies be at peace. This is, there is a profit. There are benefits. Uh, there's a reward to being on God's side. So we're going to look at, we're going to look at some of those things tonight um, because I understand why we may not uh, may not be able to comprehend why the way of the transgressor is so hard. So I want to go back uh, while we're in this chapter. I want to go back up to verse one and let's, let's work our way down here. Proverbs 13, and we'll go back up to verse one. Just keep in mind the way of a sinner, the way of a transgressor. They mean the same thing. 
So in case uh, you don't understand that word, they mean the same thing. The ways of the sinner is hard. I know people have a hard time believing that because we say, no, it's hard living for God. It's hard doing the right thing. What we're going to see about that, let's, let's pick up Proverbs 13 and verse 1. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, mm -hmm. but a scorner heareth not rebuke. Now, we're already getting into things that make a righteous person opposed to a transgressor. These are things. Listening to instruction, the ways of the transgressor is hard. A transgressor, someone who is not wise, a sinner, doesn't want to listen to anything. Doesn't need anybody to tell them right from wrong. Doesn't need any correction. That's, what, that's how a sinner is. You know, if a person doesn't like to be corrected, you know, that person makes way more mistakes than the person who actually takes heed to correction. You ever met somebody in life and any situation that comes up, any activity, um, any skill, uh, any piece of knowledge or information, they already know it. And I don't know about y'all, but I've met people like, I mean, they know everything. There's nothing they don't know. And if you, if you actually know about that thing and you try to tell them, they said, look, I, I don't need you to tell me. I already know. Had a man tell me that about Bible study before. Man said, I already know it all. It's all in my head. I got it. This is the way of the transgressor. See, these, there's going to be many ways and many reasons why God said their way is hard because you're going in circles. You know, the more mistakes you make, the harder things are for you. Every one of us right now, if we're of age, we can look back over our lives and we see some mistakes that we made and we say, man, you know, now that I know what I know, I wouldn't do that same thing again. I wouldn't mess up that way. But you know, the transgressor doesn't want to correct their mistakes. So we start off right there. I'm going to show you some ways through the scripture now that the way of the transgressor is hard. It's hard. Let's pick up verse 2, Mel. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, mm -hmm. but the soul of the transgressors shall eat violence. Good God Almighty, the way of the transgressor is hard. He said, a man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. You know, uh, in one place he told us, death and life are where? In the power of the tongue. Death and life reside right there in the tongue. Right there in the tongue. And he said in this verse, he said, but the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. There's going to be violence surrounding a transgressor. Violence. Why? All because a person who is not willing to listen to God, now he tries to get us to learn how to, uh, in one place he told us, agree with thine adversary quickly. But while you're in the fight with him, while you're in the way, while you guys are at odds, agree with them quickly. But a transgressor, someone who doesn't want to hear the correction of God, someone who doesn't want to listen to God, they said, no, I got to tell them, I got to give them a piece of my mind. <laughs> I have to let them know how I feel. And so we find more violence for a transgressor. How many times have we heard people get into fights because somebody said something, I can remember many times being in school and um, kids are in class or in the cafeteria and uh, somebody wants to start joking and somebody said, your mama, your daddy. 
And they didn't even have to say anything about them. And now we're ready to fight. It's the tongue that started that. This is what he's trying to tell us. What things we say, we'll have to pay for. So many people have lost their lives because they can't control their mouth. Because we can't let someone else have the last word. They said, what you say? Speak up. <laughs> we can't let someone finish the conversation. We don't want to feel that they won. <laughs> it attacks our pride. We'll get to that. So these are ways of transgressing. All of this is in the scripture. People wonder, how do these scriptures apply to me? He's trying to give us everything we know to succeed in life, to be able to live a peaceful life, to be able to live a life with the, 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 the lowest amount of problems as possible. But every last one of us have made some mistakes. But now where do we go from those mistakes? We have to learn the ways of God. We've been a transgressor too long. Now it's time for us to be a righteous people, a holy people, a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. It's time for us to be the people that God has ordained us to be. So he talks to us about uh, receiving correction, instruction. Yeah, let me, I, better, I better jump back to that. I think about guys, especially. I, I see this pretty, pretty prevalent, uh, pretty common in men. Uh, when a guy opens a box, a uh, piece of furniture in a box, it can be a table, it can be a chair that needs to be assembled, it can be a shelf. Now, I've, I've seen this too many times, Melvin. Guys don't want to read any instruction. <laughs> the guy said, look, I don't need no instruction. <laughs> Guys feel too big for instruction, but you know, that's a trait of a transgressor. That's a trait of someone who doesn't really know God, because if we understand God, we learn to listen to instruction. Now, even me, myself, I've even put things together, but because I didn't listen to the instruction, I didn't read the instruction, I didn't follow the instruction, I put the whole thing wrong, put the whole thing together wrong. And then you have to take it apart and go back and fix your mistake. See, there's everything God tells us is for our benefit. It's to help you. It's to help you stop wasting your time, Stop wasting your money. Stop wasting uh, staying up in those sleepless nights. It's to help us to have peace, to have joy in the midst of a storm. That's what this is about. God's way is the best way for you. It can save you so many problems if you listen to his way. But we say, look, I don't need any help. I've already went to school. I, <laughs> look, I have a higher degree than you. I have a higher paying job. My salary is, is more than yours. So we start to measure ourselves up with someone who knows the word of God. And we don't want to listen. And that's where we find ourselves in trouble. So. We're going to keep going here, but he's telling us about some of the ways of the transgressor and why living a life in sin is so much harder than living a holy life. It's so much harder, but you have to get into the word and learn why it's harder. Because you know what? The way that we're living life, we think that's the best way. That, that, that's what we think. We say, this is all I know. This is what makes me happy. We think that's the best way because we're happy with it. That doesn't mean that's the best way. God wants to elevate us and show us a better way. 
I think about how God brought the people out of Egypt, slaves. Now, these people were slaves. God allowed his people to go into slavery. And then his plan the entire time was to pull them out. And you know what? Those same very people wanted to go back into slavery. The way of the transgressor. That's what that is. The way of a transgressor. They would rather stay and live in sin than to be with God. Isn't that how people are today? We want to go back to a worse situation. God wants to bring us forward, advance us in life. He told us he wanted to, he came to bring us life and that more abundantly. God was trying to give his people life and they wanted to go back to death. This is the thinking of a transgressor, the thinking of someone who God has not opened their eyes or they have not allowed God to open their eyes. So these are, there are so many ways we can see how living the life, living a life in sin is so much harder than being in your right mind, living a saved life. So let's go, let's keep reading here. Verse three, let's pick up uh, Proverbs 13. And we're at verse three now. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life. But he that openeth... Now that's pretty self-explanatory. Go ahead, man. But he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Now that's pretty self-explanatory. How many times... <laughs> and we've been guilty, so let's be honest. Here. How many times have we got into an argument with somebody and we say, what you going to do then? What, 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 you, what are you going to do about it? What, what, say it in my face. <laughs> Open our mouth. And now we find violence. Now we find destruction. People's lives have ended because of this. I can't remember. I think it was um, somebody outside of a bar. Man got hit in the head, fell down, hit his head against the ground, died. And I can guarantee I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. But I know majority of the time now, when people get into these arguments, as a matter of fact, you can't even get into an argument without opening your mouth, without using some words, whether you want to text them the words, however we wish to do it. We can't even get into a dispute without the words. He's trying to get us to see this. A lot of times it's not worth it to argue and fight with people. Let them win. That's the way of the transgressor. You say, how is that transgressing? Because of pride. I, I know we talked about this, or he, he's going to talk about this. I can't remember. Yeah, it's in this chapter, so I won't get ahead of him. Let's keep reading here. We'll, we'll touch back up on that. Let's pick up verse four. The soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing. This is the way of the transgressor. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? The sluggard, somebody who doesn't want to do anything. This is what, look, he hits on everything in this book. I was telling uh, someone previously, the word of God is quick, it's sharp, it'll cut you. That's what he's trying to tell us in this in that scripture. The word will cut you. Look, you can, we can read verse one and, and you can say, well, I listen to instruction. We can move down to verse two. You say, well, I know how to keep my mouth closed. He said, well, just keep on reading. We'll get to you. Then he starts talking about the sluggard. Someone who doesn't want to do anything, doesn't want to work, doesn't want to make their own bowl of cereal, wants everyone to do everything for them. The slugger, someone who has the ability to do something, just doesn't want to. He said, look, a little folding of the hands, a little slumber, a little sleep. Soon you'll be in poverty. That's what the book said. 
So he said, the, the soul of the slugger desire wants everything. However, doesn't have anything. Why? Because they won't get up and do anything. The slugger. Wake up three, four in the afternoon. Sleep all day. Lay around all day. Only thing we're doing on our phones, trying to find out somebody else's business. This, these are the ways of a transgressor. This is what he's trying to tell us. This is what the scripture is telling us. So with, if you say, well, that's not me, you just keep on reading in the book. He'll get you. He gets us all. He cuts me. He's cutting you. I read the scripture sometime. I said, man, I'm falling short there. I got to be better. He'll get us all. God is not sparing anyone. He didn't even spare the very own angels. He didn't spare his own son, Jesus. He's not sparing us tonight in heaven. He's not sparing. So he said, the soul of the slugger desire and have nothing. Read for his mail. But the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Someone who diligently works at things, they'll be able to achieve something. He's trying to give us some wisdom here. A transgressor, a person, you, you know, there's so many, and I see this in guys too. Now, women do this. I don't, I'm not trying to make it seem as if women don't do this. But you'll see guys, guys don't want to work. They don't want to cut the grass. They don't want to take the garbage out. But you'll see guys, men, they'll go and live with a woman, let the woman pay all the bills. <laughs> spend all the woman's money <laughs> and want to live there for free but can't get the man to do nothing this is what he's talking about I know we've seen this type of thing man love to stay at the woman's house because you don't have to pay for nothing can't buy a bag of chips this is what he's dealing with in sin so the soul of the slugger wants everything but has nothing. But he said, if you get up and do something and be diligent, you can't quit at it now. We can't get frustrated and quit. We can't get tired and give up. He said, if you're diligent, look, you can have something. See, people have been deceived. The way of the transgressor is to deceive you into thinking you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is pray to God. Somebody's trying to deceive us. He's setting it straight for us right here. He's telling us how to be prosperous in this life. So let's keep reading here. Uh, we have two comments. Uh, Casey says, praise the Lord, brothers. Hopefully everyone is having a great evening. God bless. God bless you too, my brother. Thank you. For tuning in and Kiera has a question. She asks, are you saying that anyone who's a sluggard is a transgressor? That is the way of the transgressor. Paul said in one place, he said, if the person doesn't work, he said they don't eat. How can how can a person eat when they won't do anything? This is the way of the, you know, being we, as people, uh, a lot of times we talk about fairness um, and, and things, things really won't be fair to the degree that we, we're calling it fair. For example, um, a person can look at, uh, a woman can look at a man and say, well, oh, you don't have a deal with childbirth. You don't have to have, you know, hold the baby for all these months and, and go through labor pain. You don't have to deal with that. So a person can look at that and say, well, this isn't fair. So what I'm telling you is by us being different people, God created male and female differently. There are struggles that a man would, may have to deal with that a woman might not and vice versa. So we can't look at, his, at, his, at it as fair uh, from, those, uh, from that standpoint. However, 
there are certain things that God expects out of us all. Male, female, boy, or girl. He expects us to do something. See, God told Adam, he said, from the sweat of your brow, you're going to have to get out here and work to live. That's what he told him. That was man's punishment from the beginning. But if you look at people, if you look at people today, you'll have people, uh, even people that we've, we've probably went to school with, you will see some people, they get to class, they don't want to do a single thing. See, it doesn't pay off to not do anything. Some people, they go to school and all they carry in the classroom is themselves. They don't bring a pencil. They don't bring a backpack. They don't need a backpack at all because they don't have paper. They get in class. They say, hey, let me get a sheet of paper, a pencil, a pen. Can I see your eraser? And then they ask you for your answer, too. <laughs> see, they don't want to do anything. Slugger. Don't want to put in any work. And yet they want to pass school. They will talk bad about you if you do your schoolwork, let you pass a test. People say, oh, that's a nerd. That's a dork. <laughs> that's a lame. They are transgressors in school. The same people, if you pass a test, they talk about you. But you know what? Once they find out, oh, that person, that person knows something. Now they want the answers from you. And so when they, they get the test, they ask you for a pencil, a sheet of paper. And then they ask you for the answer. And after that test, they're still going to talk about you. But, you know, it pays off when you go and do your homework. It pays off when you pay attention in class and you don't sit around and make jokes. These are the ways of the transgress. You know, it's hard when you look how many of you, you get the test and because you didn't study the way you should have, somebody come out of that test, they say, what did you think about that test, Mel? Did you think it was hard? <laughs> yeah, it was hard when you don't know the answer. <laughs> See, it's hard when you don't do what you should have did. That's what makes it hard. That's the way of the transgressor. It's hard for someone who went and studied and studied and studied and they put in the work. When so-and-so asks you how was the test, you say, oh, I don't think it was that bad. Because you knew the answers. Because you put in the work. See, if you don't put in any work and anything in life, it's a problem. It's a problem. We have to work at everything, whether it's school, whether it's a job, look, whether it's just cleaning up the house. You got to do some work here. If you just sit around, look, look, don't, don't cut your yard and watch how it's going to overtake your house. Somebody won't be able to find your house anymore. That, that beautiful house, whatever we live in, they won't be able to find it. If you don't clean up your house, look, the clothes are going to overtake it. The rats are going to overtake it. The, the cockroaches, the spiders, the snakes, everything is going to take over your house. The ants, you got to do some work here. See, he's trying to tell us this. We can't be a sluggard all our lives. That's the way of the transgressor. That's the group he's talking about. I just finished telling you, you have men. They don't want to marry a woman, but they'll go and stay with the woman. Way of the transgressor. They'll go and stay with them. And they don't want to do any work at the house. Woman can't get the man to cut the grass. He won't take the trash out. He won't do anything. Problems come up in the house. He, he won't fix nothing. Way of the transgressor. These are problems that he's trying to help us understand. He said, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. He said, you'll have something. You can accomplish something if you get up and, and go to work. 
not only at a job, but that includes a job. In every phase of life, you got to put some work in. I set out, uh, what, maybe about two years ago. I told God, look, I want to learn how to play music. And oftentimes when we ask God for something, we don't recognize how much work is involved. And once that work comes, we say, oh, boy, I'm tired. Sluggard. <laughs> we say, I'm too tired. I don't feel like it today. My, my stomach hurt. My head hurt. It's hot. It's cold. We become a slugger. We just want to kick our feet up. <laughs> we want to relax, man. <laughs> I know relaxing is nice. Sometimes you do have to relax. But if we're relaxing way more than we're doing something, you won't be able to accomplish those things that you desire. You won't be able to attain those things that you desire. So he said, the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. So yes, these are the ways of the transgressor, a sluggard. He, he told us, wake up out of your sleep, oh sluggard. He told us this. That, that's not a righteous thing. That's not something God wants us to be doing. He told us, even children, he said, train up a child in the way that he should go. So when he's old, he won't depart. He trains us to do. You find all the way back in the beginning, Adam, after they, after they transgressed and sinned, God told Adam, look, Adam, look, you're going to have to work. Told Eve the problem she's going to have to, she's going to have. They both had to work. Scripture told us they sewed fig leaves together, made themselves some aprons, clothing. They worked to do that. And from that point, they had Cain and then they had Abel. And you know what those two were doing? Working. Cain worked in the field, planted crops. They had to live. Abel, he took care of the sheep. They had to do things to live because God wasn't going to give it all to them. See, this is our punishment for sin. So yes, we got to get up and do something. We can't sleep all day we, if we already sleep all night. <laughs> we sleep all day and sleep all night. So. This is what happens if we're sluggard. I want to pick up verse five here, Bill. Let's, let's read that one. Unless we have any other questions that I need to address. Uh, nope, not right now. A righteous man hateth lying. Now check this out. A righteous man doesn't want to tell lies. This is the way of the transgressor now. A person who's a sinner doesn't mind lying to you at all. They said, oh, it's just a little white lie. It's not that bad. But a true godly person doesn't want to lie. You know, and I better say this while I'm at it. A true godly person should feel bad to see someone do all of the work to supply everything for me. And I don't do anything. Someone who really loves, if I, look, look, if me and Melvin, we put all of our money together, all the money that I have and all the money that he has, and then I say, you know what, I'm done working. And I allow Melvin to just go out and work to supply for me. And I don't do anything else. I ought to feel bad. Somewhere down in me, I ought to say, man, I love Melvin enough. I want to help him out. I want to help. We should, we should feel bad to not do anything. But we know this is the way the world is. People are totally okay with not doing a single thing, but we want everything. Isn't that what the Christian wants? The false Christian. We don't want to live godly one bit. 
But we say, once I make it to heaven, I'm going to see granny. <laughs> I'm going to see my granddad, my mom, my cousin, all the family that died. How will you get there if you don't want to actually do what God said do? We get tired when it's time for us to hear the word of God. We get tired. You know, Melvin, I talked to a man recently. Man told me he played drums. He said he's good too. He said he played uh, guitar. He plays all these instruments. He plays some keyboard. And I said, well, brother, something I've noticed is that when a musician goes to church, I've seen this in, in various churches, they go to church. And when the preacher gets up, they check out. They get on their phone. They walk out the building. They walk to the back room. They're texting. I said, why is that? Why are you guys doing that? He didn't lie to me. Man was honest. He admitted he was a transgressor. Man said, look, after 30 minutes, I need a break. I said, man, 30 minutes? You can't make it 30 minutes in a service and you need a break. Oh, slugger. You have to be hearing the word of God. You need some instruction. You don't have it all. Some musicians think because they come in there and play music, they did their job. I love music, but I need the word of God in my life. I need the instruction. So he said, a righteous man hateth lying. If we were listening to the word of God, we know it's wrong to lie. God hates when we lie. But the transgressor, that person lies. <laughs> they make people laugh with those lies. And they know they're lying. They enjoy the lies. This is the way of the transgressor. But you know why it's hard? Because once you start telling lies, you have to continue telling them. And then you start telling so many lies, you don't even remember. You tell me one lie. You come to me, tell me a different lie. And I ask you, hey, man, I thought you said this. And Melvin's standing there. And then you get caught up in your lies. <laughs> Isn't this what people do? They lie all the time. The way of the transgressor is hard. See, it's so much easier to tell the truth. The story doesn't get twisted. You don't start sweating. <laughs> He's trying to tell us this. The way of the transgressor is hard. Lying all the time is hard on you. You're going to get in trouble. Not doing anything all the time. It's hard on you because after a while, you're going to look around and say, man, I need some money. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. But because we're not doing anything, we'll never get it. It's hard. It's hard. So he, he totally knew what he was saying when he said the ways of the transgressor is hard. So let's pick up. Uh, verse, or let's keep reading here in verse five before we, before we move. But a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. At a certain point, we will feel ashamed being a transgressor, being wicked, being unrighteous, being unjust. Because as I said, you'll be caught, you'll be caught in lie. The things we're trying to hide we end up getting caught. Those evil things that we're doing in darkness, they come to the light. This is the way of the transgressor. When you're doing, you know, when people do something they shouldn't be doing, that's the main time that people try to hide. Seen, um, well, you know what, we'll, we'll go down, we'll jump down. Um, and I'll mention it there. Let, let's jump down. Let's uh, go to let's see what verse I want to go to here. Let's pick up verse 10. We're still in Proverbs 13 and verse 10. Only by pride cometh contention. We get into fights because of our pride. 
because of our pride. We get into disputes because of pride. See, this is the way of the transgressor. You know, it's our pride that makes us show things off. Let me show off my nice shirt. I want everybody to see this shirt. It's because of pride. And you know what happens? We, we get in a competition with someone. And after a while, we start telling people, yeah, but mine's, mine is better than so-and-so's. We get into fights over this stuff. And the whole time, it's hard on you because you're out losing your money. You're out being humiliated, talked about, getting into fights. Sometimes those fights turn violent. Sometimes people lose their lives. It's hard on you when you're not doing the things God said do. These are the ways of the transgressor. We won't even touch all of the ways of the transgressor. But pride, the Bible tells us, it's one of the three things that God hates. Pride. and is destroying us every day. Our own pride. You know, pride, because so, so many people are prideful, we pretend we know things that we don't actually know. And it gets you in trouble. Because at a certain point, you're going to get in a situation that now everybody knows you don't know what you were talking about. And we're embarrassed. It's pride. I've seen guys. <laughs> I've seen guys. Um, because guys try to be tough, big and bad. Uh, guys, another thing, I, I guess I'm on the guys tonight. I've been talking about the guys a lot. Somebody needs to do it, though. Guys don't like to protect themselves. You know, um, I see guys, uh, if a guy is messing with like metal, something sharp um, or, or lumber, something that will get, give you a splinter. Guys don't like to put on protection. I'll tell you what they say, women. <laughs> Sometimes guys say, oh, see, that's for girls. See, it's a pride thing. That's the problem here. It's pride. They're thinking, oh, because I'm a man. I don't need protection, brother. You, that, that's, that's exactly why you need protection, because you're a man. That's exactly why you need protection, because you're a woman. You need this. You're fragile. No matter how many ways you live, I don't care if you're the world's strongest man, like Mark Henry was at one point. You need protection. Look, you pinch Mark Henry. I guarantee it hurts some. We need protection. But pride won't allow us to protect ourselves so many times. Guys, we get out here and we try to show off. We say, oh, I can touch this and I don't need to protect myself. Get Hands get cut. End up in the hospital trying to get a tetanus shot. I seen, um, and I hear this among guys all the time now. Guys, they, they say, Look, I don't need this. I don't need that. A guy told me one time, God never wore gloves. And the man, he got a splinter. See, if you wear your gloves, you won't get that. He got a splinter. And so he took his knife and he began to pull the splinter out. And he had poison on his blade. Hallelujah. He had poison on his blade. He didn't know it. And he lost his finger because of that. I think he might have lost two fingers. I can't remember, but I know it was at least one. He was in the hospital, I think he said, for about a week or two. All because he wouldn't wear any protection. See, we have to learn it's hard on us when we don't do the things we should do. But because of pride, we feel we're too big for this. I'm tough. I've seen <laughs> guys now, this is men. I've seen men. It's wintertime. It's cold outside, Melvin. 
It's cold out there. They said, I don't need a jacket. I don't get cold. See, I, I don't get cold. <laughs> My God, hallelujah. You know what I see him do, Melvin? After, after being outside for probably 30 seconds to a minute, two minutes, three minutes, you know what I see them do? The hands slip in their pockets. I know why you're doing that, brother. Because <laughs> you're cold. See, all summertime, not, not if you don't, if you think I'm lying, just examine. All summertime, just tell me how many people you see standing around outside with their hands in their pockets. Just tell me how many people you see doing that. Now, every now and again, somebody will do it to get their wallet out, to get their phone out. But when it's cold outside and these guys talk about, man, I don't get cold. It's a pride thing. I don't get cold. I'm fine. All of a sudden, their hands are in their pocket. They're standing like this. I'm not cold, though. No, I'm not cold. It's pride that won't allow you to be honest and get something you actually, brother, you need that jacket. You need those long jaws. There are things that would help us, and we make it so hard on ourselves. We make it hard. <laughs> Because we just are not willing to confess. We don't want somebody else to think we're soft. <laughs> See, this is the devil. He has our minds. He has our minds. So if only we would be willing to change and listen to God, be willing to admit sometimes we need some help. You know, uh, another thing that men do, Men don't like to admit when they need help. A man can be struggling with something, problems going on in his life, at the point of uh, no return, about to break. But because of pride, we say, man, I can't reach out for any help. That's not what guys do. Guys don't have these type of conversations. This is pride. This is pride that's causing us to fall. Men have committed suicide because their pride won't allow them to ask for help. They're having problems that they don't want to admit. See, the way of the transgressor is hard. He's trying to tell us, God is trying to get you to accept that we're all fragile. We're all people. We all need some help. We all need protection. We all need God's guidance. The Bible tells us that it is not in man to direct his own step. You know, that goes for the 30-year-old man, 30-year-old woman, the 40-year-old, the 50-year-old, the 60, the 70, the 100-year-old. We need some guidance. But our pride won't allow us to say, hey, I need some help. See, if we feel, if we truly feel we don't need any guidance, why are we in the same condition we've been in? If we feel we don't need any guidance, if we feel we're so smart, why are we still having the same problems? If we're so smart, he's trying to tell us these are ways of transgressors. This is what a sinner would do. Someone who hasn't learned God enough, or they learn, but they just aren't willing to do. This is what they do. But we have to be humble enough. See, that's what, that's, that's what God wants us to do, is be humble. Be willing to admit we need some help. So, what verse were we on? Uh, second half of verse 10. Let's pick that up, man. But with the will advised, but with the will advised is wisdom. He said, look, if you're advised, the will advised, not just advised, you get some good counsel and the multitude of counselors, their safety. We need help. We need godly help. We'll talk to everyone else. But the one who God sent, 
He said he would give us pastors according to our own heart, excuse me, according to his own heart, who would feed us with knowledge and understanding. But the preacher that God sends, we don't want to hear that person. We say, where'd they go to school? I can't tell you how many times somebody asked me, well, what school did you go to? <laughs> That's the same thing they asked Jesus, pride. Pride. They asked Jesus, where did he learn it? What school did he go to? They said, we know his family. We know he doesn't come from an educated background. We know he didn't go to college. He didn't go to Harvard. That's what they were saying. Little did they know, that's the way of the transgressor. God is trying to change us. We're almost out of time. Really, I am out of time here. I want to just... Uh, I'll have to finish it out in this chapter. Let's let's drop to verse. Um, let's let's pick up eleven. I want to finish out a few more verses here. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished. But if he, we think, go ahead, man. But he that gathereth by labor shall increase. See, he's trying to teach us. We got to get up and do something. We want to be wealthy. We want to have this and have that. He's trying to teach us. You got to be willing to work. Willing to put in some hours. Some times where you're tired. He said, if we get it in vain, he said, it'll be diminished. You'll lose out on it. We see uh, even, even famous ex-football players. Famous ex-football players. Got some wealth. But he didn't work for that. He didn't go out and attain that the right way. And now it's being diminished. See, it's hard on you when you're doing stuff you shouldn't do. You wonder, you're constantly trying to hide. You're looking over your shoulder. You're hoping someone didn't see this, hoping someone didn't see that. This is the problem when you're living a life in sin, the way of the transgressor. It's hard. When you get things the right way, you don't have to hide. You don't have to hope and pray. I, I hope Melvin don't find out about this. When you get it the right way, he continually tries to tell us this. When you do right, you don't have to hide, saints. You can have peace. You don't have any peace when you're constantly trying to hide this and hide that. There's no peace there. So um, drop to verse 13. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed. Mm -hmm. But he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. If we listen to what God tells us, there's a reward in it. I want the reward that God has for me. You can have the reward he has for you but we have to take his word to heart. We have to not only be willing to be a hearer, but we have to be a doer of his word. So I'm going to stop it there. Um, there's, there's so much to be said, um, but as we finish this out, let's get this last verse, unless we have a question. Verse 15, where we started at, we'll pick that back up. Good understanding giveth favor. But the way of transgressors is hard. It's hard. It's hard when you're not doing right. It is hard when you just won't do what God said do. So I, I went through this with you guys. Uh, we went through this. So you can decide tonight or today, whatever time it is for you, so you can decide. You're tired of living this life. This life is hard. The life you've been living is harder than it actually has to be. Sometimes people tell us that. They say, man, you're making it harder than it has to be. We say, well, this is all I know. God is trying to teach you something else. It doesn't have to be as hard as it is on you. Just listen to his correction. Listen to his instruction. Listen to his word. And you'll find your life will become easier. 
your life will become easier. But you got to be willing to ask for some help. You got to be willing to listen to God's word. You have to be willing to get up and do something for yourself. So God bless you guys. At this time, I will turn it back into the hands of Melvin. Uh, we do have uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. A few comments. Uh, Sister Rosa says, praise the Lord. You all, um, I think Belinda also said, praise the Lord. Um, it was on a other video. We cut out for a second, and then when we reconnected, it started a new video. So I apologize if I do miss your comments, but I think that I have all of them. And uh, Chris also says, hey, brothers, hope all is well. God bless. God bless you, too. Thank you for tuning in. And um, I don't have that much to add, but uh, um, I know a lot of times in life we try to take shortcuts I remember a lot of times being even being in traffic. So you go this way to try to avoid a certain situation. And then that way in, ends up being longer than the other way and like not studying for a test. And then you do poorly on it. It's a lot of different situations, but um, definitely the way of the transgressor it is hard because I remember I was presented with a, an opportunity to get some extra money. And in my head, I heard that you're going to lose way more than a little bit that you gain. And sure enough, not even a week later, I believe somebody had stolen my credit card number and spent uh, almost a thousand dollars on it. And that was way more than the little bit of money, the extra money that I gained trying to take a shortcut. So that happens in a lot of our lives, you know, trying to, like Tony mentioned earlier, trying to put things together without the instructions. I've been in that situation and, and got just about to the end, but missed one little piece and had to deconstruct everything that I've done and build it up the right way. So that's all that I um, really have to add. Um, I'm going to make sure that we don't have any more comments. Again, I apologize if I've missed your comments because we did cut off for a little while. Did well, you check you. YouTube also? Yeah, no no comments okay. on YouTube. But thank you to okay. David, Kiara, Casey, Belinda, Sister Rosie, and Chris for the comments. We do love the interaction. And as Tony always says, if you have any questions or concerns, it doesn't have to be when we're live. My inbox is always open, and so is Tony's, because the Word of God is the most important subject in anybody's life no matter how you want to look at it it is and you, you're going to need guidance like um i can't remember what chapter in the book of acts the person he he needed guidance the unit he said i didn't understand what i'm reading how can i understand except some man should guide me we all need guidance and the the main one who is meant to guide us we don't want to listen to him the guy that god actually sent we don't want to listen to him because he's saying something that we don't want to hear. I'm reminded of a verse, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 10. Um, that chapter really talking about um, uh, slipping my mind, but rebellious people. They said to the prophets, look, don't speak to us true things. Speak to us smooth, smooth. things. Speak to us deceit. And that's what we want to hear. We have itchy ears, so we want to hear lies. We want to hear we can do whatever we want. And still make it to heaven but that isn't the case um it may seem like the transgressor is pro progressing in life as a matter of fact david talked about it he said the prosperity of the wicked it almost made me slip but it's not so the way of the transgressor is hard so check one more time i don't think we have any more comments so thank you guys so much for tuning in as my weekly reminder to you guys we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good message every single week. We hope to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what your earthly situation looks like. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening live with another topic coming straight from the word of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you again for tuning in.